Our scripture reading for this morning comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 18, verses 33 through 37. Let us hear these words of scripture. Pilate then went back inside the palace, summoned Jesus, and asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Is that your own idea, Jesus asked, or did others talk to you about me? Am I a Jew, Pilate replied? Your own people and chief priests handed you over to me. What is it you have done? Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world. If it were, my servants would fight to prevent my arrest by the Jewish leaders. But now my kingdom is from another place. You are a king then, Pilate said. And Jesus answered, you say that I am a king. In fact, the reason I was born and came into the world is to testify to the truth. Everyone on the side of truth listens to me. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Today we have the honor of having a guest preacher, Reverend Gregory Kendrick Jr. Reverend Kendrick is an ordained elder in the United Methodist Church and he's originally from Chicago and has served churches in the Columbus and the Cleveland area. Currently, he is serving as pastor of Cory United Methodist in Cleveland on, the east, on East 105th Street. And I had the joy of attending seminary with Gregory, as well as Dana, our, um, youth, pers- our youth director, as well as she's in the comments this morning. And at MTSO, we all were in seminary together, and I'm honored to call him my friend. And I'm excited for us to hear the words that God has given him this morning. So let us welcome Reverend Gregory Kendrick. Good morning. I'm really grateful to be here and have this opportunity to share on this morning. Uh, What Pastor Heidi was alluding to is that she and Dana were diligent students and I was the class clown. Uh, (laughs) It was all right. We we all made it out, so I guess that's what matters. Will you pray with me? Oh Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be found acceptable in thy sight. For you, O Lord, are our Redeemer, our Savior, the rock on which we stand. And for that and so much more, we give you thanks and praise. We ask all these things in the name of Jesus the Christ. And let the people of God who love God say, Amen. Dear friends, this text that lays before us of John 18 is a text that is really essentially probably about two things. Though on the surface it seems to be uh, uh, this conversation between Pilate and Jesus, it really is Jesus folding us into this greater understanding of at least two elements, and I believe it is identity and belonging. Pilate, in some ways, begins this conversation of identity. Who are you? Are you the king of the Jews? Pilate is seeking to know, seeking to answer, that he might be able to have the opportunity to catch Jesus for a cause. 
See, if Jesus has said that he is a king, he would then be branded an insurrectionist, uh, one who is going against the powers of Rome. Instead, Jesus does what Jesus does sometimes when he is given a direct question. He answers and responds with a question. Do you say that I am? What is Christ's identity? In some ways, this question of identity is a critical one, an important one for us. As we are in a season that begins to ask us questions of what is our identity, who are we, what do we place value in, how do we assign our own, understand our own worth, we must be able to answer this question of who am I. Black Friday is upon us. <laughs> some of us have already have our carts queued up with some deals that we are waiting on that we are trying to figure out in this, who are we to be? What is our identity as we traverse through this society that often assigns our own worth to a particular value in what we have, what we consume, how much we give, what can we show under the tree? Jesus here has this opportunity to remind us, no, our true identity has not to do with our own individualistic understandings. It is not has to do with a societal sense of consumerism. It has everything to do with who you are in Christ. The word that Christ offers to us, the gift that Christ offers to us is remember that we are enough. That if even we don't, even if we don't receive or give the exact gifts that people want from us or receive the exact gifts that we want to get from others, we are enough. That is our identity within the kingdom of God. It's that God has provided for us everything we need of life. But there also is this question of belonging. Here, Jesus again, has asked this question about this kingdom that he is, this nation that he has. And Jesus says, my kingdom doesn't originate from this world. I do not belong to a kingdom of this world that is shaped by power and structure, that is shaped by trying to hold on to it. And thus, we subjugate those who try to oppress it and try to go against it. No, Jesus says, my kingdom comes from someplace else. It does not originate from this place because if it was, I would have guards that would fight on my behalf, but no, there's no need for swords. <laughs> because the Savior is not one who comes with the same type of mission that kings of our earthly realm has. No, this king has one in which he wants to let everyone know we all belong. Privilege to be here on this day to witness this baptism. I'm just like Pastor Heidi. I love baptism. It's the best day that I think we have whenever we can have them. And I love that in United Methodist Church, we baptize babies, and there's a reason for it. Because we are understanding and living out our theology that says that we all belong from day one. 
that no one has the ability to restrict someone from being open, but Christ's hand, that God's hand has been open and full of grace and beckoning us as part of the community from the beginning. We all belong. Our identity that we have received is from Christ. This sense of who we are as part of not the kingdom, but the kingdom. This mutual response of us coming together that all who will testify to the truth, all who will accept the truth and listen to Christ's voice are now a part of this kingdom, this kinship. Siblings in Christ who come together and share together. We serve an altogether different king than what Pilate was searching for. We serve a king who says that the power that I have, I give to you. That I no longer call you servants, but friends. That I offer all that I am to you. So that from day one, Baby Clifford, it's Clifford, right? I got it there, right? I want to make sure. <laughs> Knows and can trust that he is a part of this community. It's the gift we have is the ability to share the love that we receive from Christ, this beloved who comes before us. What is our identity to which kingdom or kingdom do we belong a message of identity and belonging one that answers and says you are enough and that we are all part of the kingdom in some way seems to be weird on a day that lifts up christ as king or the reign of christ but in some days this day originates as a day of reminding. It was Pope Pius XI who instituted this particular day in 1926. It was an opportunity to, 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 to uh, offer an opposition to the fascism and nationalism that was happening in that particular time. And so Pope Pius said that in order to oppose this high uh, 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 this wrong ideology that focuses everything on ourselves and on a nationalistic trend. He said, no, our focus should be on Christ who comes and reigns with us forever. And as we walk and journey in our own times of dealing with nationalism and an ever-flowing trend in the West of racism, it perhaps is a good day to remember that Nationalism isn't king. Racism isn't king. But Christ comes as our sovereign who beckons us to be a part of a kingdom of love, grace, peace, and forgiveness. Identity and belonging. Who are you? And to whom do you belong? The beautiful gift that we have is that the answer to both is that we are God's. And we belong to God and to each other.
That is good news. And I want to invite you um, to stand as you are able here in person. Let us sing with the band and prepare ourselves for prayer online. I invite you to share any prayers that you have to, um, in the comments or at prayer at brexelumc.com.
worship your holy name. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh, oh my soul, worship his holy name. Sing like never before, oh my soul, I'll worship your your holy name I'll worship your holy name Amen You may be seated <laughs> We have a few prayers that have come in um, Shelly asked for prayers for the family of Jerry on his death um, in heart surgery, uh, and prayers for Pat recovering from a sec uh, breaking a second hip, and then prayers for Dion on the outcome of cancer tests. Prayer um, for Kathy for continued healing. And also for um, Paul's dad for healing for his shredded ankle tendon. And then prayers for Linda's brother, George, who has pneumonia. And prayers for those um, who are traveling this, this time um, as we move into the holiday season, prayers for safe travels. And also for those who are not able to be at home um, with family for whatever reason that might be. And then online, Kathy asks for continued prayers for Matt's mom. Um, she is home and gaining strength and getting back on her feet. So continue prayers for her. It is good that we are able to go to God with our prayers, that we're able to unite our prayers together wherever we are. So let us now go to our Lord in prayer. Almighty God, from the beginning of time to the end of eternity, you have chosen to use your power and your majesty to love us, to redeem us, and to shape us as your people. King of kings and Lord of lords, you became a weak human so that you could confront the strength of sin and death, so that you could confound their ridicule with your resurrection. Spirit of God, which, which rests on each one of us, may your power inflame in us your peace. May your peace touch us with your grace. May your grace fill us with your hope. And may your hope lead us into your kingdom. God and community, holy in one, we confess that we want to be a church that is ever reforming, yet we cling to comfortable ways. We want to honor and hear your still speaking voice, yet we are fearful of its insights and its challenges. We want to live into your dream of unity, yet we fail to listen to voices of difference. 
Jesus, Son of God, have mercy on us. Have mercy on us and, O Lord, hear our prayers. Those prayers that we have lifted in voice and those prayers that lay heavy on our hearts. We know that your Spirit intercedes for us. And, O Lord, may your word, your good news, ever be on our lips as we pray together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples so long ago. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Before we leave here today to go into the world, to be God's kingdom in the world, I want to remind us of a few activities, a few events and opportunities that we have in our church community to help us to grow and to live into the message that we have heard. Now, this is what we normally would call the the ministry moments or even the announcements. We've moved it to the end of the service, so maybe you'll actually remember the things, okay, all right, And, and then go and do them, all right? So we're calling them action steps, all right? So the first action step is that directly following this service, we are going to begin decking our halls. We are going to have the hanging of the greens and beautify and prepare our church home for Christmas. And so you are invited to stay and to decorate. And then about noon, we'll have some pizza to fortify us for more decorating. And so you're invited to, um, to join us in that. And then also next week, begins Advent, the season of Advent and preparation. And so we have a few um, classes that are beginning. One is in the morning um, at 11 o'clock, our education hour, and Jenny is doing that, and it's called The Heart That Grew Three Sizes. And it's about the story of how the Grinch stole Christmas and how it connects to our lives now. And then on Sunday evenings on Zoom at 7, Jenny will be leading a a study called Almost Christmas. And so how we can claim the name Christian and live that out um, bravely in our lives. And then also on the 5th of December, which is just two Sundays away, we will gather at 9.30 in the Fellowship Hall and we will make bows for bikes and we will make Christmas cards for veterans. And so we invite you into that service opportunity, 9.30 on the 5th. And also, as you leave here, there is a board at the end, um, in the back, and we'd love for you to share a word or a phrase of um, some type of emotion or thought that um, helps describe to you this worship service. We're trying to name our worship services in a way that that shows um, their uniqueness and how we connect with God. And so I invite you to do that. And online, please um, do that in the comments, or you can email us um, at the office at brexelumc.com. So now that you have your action steps to go and bring God's kingdom here in this world, let us receive the benediction. May the Lord bless you and keep you. 
May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and grant you peace. Go in peace and not in pieces. Amen. song above and we dare to claim the promise of your love though the day may not yet be here we trust it soon will be when your children will be free may our hearts and minds be open fling the church doors open wide may there be room enough for everyone inside for in God there is a welcome in God we all belong may that welcome be our song God we sing for all the children that one day they be free and we sing for generations yet to be that they never have a reason to doubt that they are blessed may they in your love find rest oh, may our hearts and minds be open fling the church doors open wide may there be room enough for everyone inside for in god there is a welcome in god Belong, may that welcome be our song. Oh, we pray for all the young lives cut short by fear and shame, so afraid of who they are and whom they love. May the message now be banished that your love is for the few, may their faith in you. May our hearts and minds be open, fling the church doors open wide. May there be room enough for everyone inside. For in God there is a welcome, in God we all belong. May that welcome be our song. God, we're working for a future where children and why can live their lives with dignity and pride as they grow in strength and stature may they join us hand in hand as against all hate we stand oh may our hearts and minds be open fling the church doors open wide there be room enough for everyone for in God there is a welcome in God we all belong May that welcome be our song All right, y'all have a wonderful week